0: Hello, hello, hello again, everyone. Thank you and welcome to another episode of In Conversation with Dr. Gary. I am your host, Dr. Gary, and it is such a pleasure and a blessing to be before you today. Thank you for choosing to spend a little time with me today. I won't keep much of your time today. I got about 15 to 20 minutes I'd like to share with you um, about this Christian life. Now, you know. Um, When I first got saved, you know, my mother used to drag me to church. But when I truly got saved, when I truly committed my life to the Lord, um, when I was a young adult, um, I thought everything was going to be great. I thought everything was going to be hunky-dory, peachy King, You describe it, all the good stuff. You thought that was going to be it. Well, it is, but sometimes just not to the naked eye. But I will admit, and if any of you will, I admit I'd had some some struggles, some struggles in wondering, honestly, if, if it was worth it. I'm watching all of these people prosper uh, who are saved and selling dope and, and, and doing all kinds of things in the world, making all kinds of money and just doing all the kind of things. And it seemed like there was no repercussions uh, for them. And here I am doing my best uh, to, to convert my thoughts and, and everything that I do and did Uh, over to the Lord and let him have complete control of my life but I was struggling I I was really struggling um, about this Christian life and so uh, my question to you today is is have you ever uh, become so disillusioned with your Christian walk I don't know maybe you may have started out uh, your faith journey with with all of these great enthusiasms you know for Christ and 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 his gracious salvation And, and, and all that is well and done but Uh, As time passed on, uh, you began to see and wonder why you were still struggling with the same old sins. You you think these things would go away, but no, God doesn't take them away. He helps you deal with them, but he doesn't remove them. They're still there. Uh, And so why serving the Lord had become a burden rather than a joy, and, and, and I was trying to figure out why I wasn't experiencing the peace. Um, this piece that surpasses all understanding, why wasn't I receiving what Christ, Christ had promised me? Uh, and so, uh, in all honesty, that's just just the way I felt at one point in my life. Amen. And so, despite having being a, an assistant pastor uh, for several churches, um, and being licensed and ordained as a an Delta, and all of that stuff uh, for some time, and seeing people respond uh, to when I preach and preach the gospel, and and I was, I was simply dissatisfied with my own spiritual walk. I wasn't happy with how things were just going in my life. Yeah, I was talking a good game, you know, and I felt like I was doing the right thing sometime. Um, but it was an all the, all the time thing, you know, but I felt like something was missing. You know, I didn't know exactly what it was. And so I began to study scriptures more. I began to pray more frequently. You know, I was fasting, you know, for periods of time that I just wanted to break through. I wanted to break beyond my threshold, you know, where I felt like I was controlling things. I was working harder at communicating with God. And so, you know, even I even preached longer. People are like, oh, well, hold up, man. <laughs> you know, you've been up there about two hours, you know. <laughs> but that wasn't it, you know, because I still felt like I was defeated. After all of that, I just still felt defeated you know and I felt like I lacked the fruit of the spirit in my life all the love the joy the peace and patience and you know them all in Galatians 5 22 and 323 but you know and, and honestly I was just really becoming exhausted and I was striving and I hadn't had anything that was felt like that was leading me to this this spiritual victory that I was looking for you know and and, and honestly when I was at my lowest point uh, I finally, I picked up this book um, about uh, Hudson Taylor. He, and Hudson Taylor is uh, the founder of the Chinese Inland Mission. Uh, and despite his love for Christ uh, and his desire to serve Jesus with his whole heart uh, faithfully, uh, he described himself as a, a burdened Christian who was overwhelmed by all of his responsibility. He felt defeated by sin and having no rest for his soul, amen. Uh, And and I quite honestly, that's exactly (laughs) how I felt. Uh, One of Taylor's friends wrote and reminded him uh, to let God, let Jesus Christ work in him by abiding and not striving. Trusting Christ for the power to overcome wrongful ways. And so to be able to rest in his love, his unfailing love and being ever conscious of the joy of of complete salvation from all sins. And so Hudson, Hudson Taylor took his advice to heart and and immediately he was transformed into this glorious and victorious way and of being a happy uh, Christian who was starting to see the manifestation of the things that he had all hoped for and prayed for. And so his workload was still great, uh, but the weight and the strain, were gone and that's so very very important because God said that Jesus Christ said he didn't put no more of us than than we can bear amen and that's important so suddenly uh, I had hope and I feel like if he God can do it for for him he can do it for me uh, so I realized that the answer wasn't striving for all those things it was abiding in Christ amen and so in in John 15 uh, particularly the first through the 11th verse, Jesus used the illustration of a vine and its branches to explain how the relationship between him and believers were were important. And so uh, he is the vine and, and we're the branches and it's his life flowing through us that produces fruit, not our own power, but his life that produces the fruit. Uh, and so... You know, I had to ask myself, what what does it really, really mean to abide in him? And I know that, you know, it's a word we don't often use today. A lot of people say remain, uh, but in scripture, it means to stay in a condition or relationship uh, to dwell or to rest or to, quote, remain in a particular place. Now, First John 3 and 24 says, the one who keeps this commandment remains, in him and he in him. Uh, and we know by this that he remains in us by the spirit whom he has given us, amen. So what John is saying is that an abiding relationship is literally the union with Christ that, that happens at, at the point of salvation and the proof is in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And so we as believers, we position ourselves and in, in, in as one of abiding in Christ, and that can never change. Uh, but sometimes, you know, we we have a tendency not to practice abiding, and so we're like branches, you know, kind of waving around, up and down, you know, striving to, you know, to pump out some some hopes of spiritual fruit, you know. But ironically, basically, we're we're trying to live the Christian life on our own strength. That's the problem. And that's impossible, that's just simply not gonna happen. We can't truly flourish unless we're abiding in Christ. He's the only one who transforms our character, overcomes sin, and he empowers us in our service. But this doesn't mean that we can't sit back and do nothing, amen. So the question is, what is our responsibility in abiding? Amen, First John 2, five through six, But this we know that we are in him Which is Christ The one who says that he remains Or abides in him Ought himself also walk Just as he walked See Jesus wasn't passive Matter of fact On the contrary he was very active But he didn't work out Of human energy He was the perfect demonstration Of a spirit filled life As is described in Luke 4 and 1 Amen so this sovereign omnipotent son of God who depended on the spirit and placed himself in the subjection to the father, he said, I, I, don't, I do not speak on my own, but the father as he remains or abides in me, does his work, John 14 and 10. So actively, so to actively abide in Christ, what do we have to do? We have to walk as he did, not in our own strength and wisdom, but in dependence on the Holy Spirit and in submission and obedience to the Father and his word, amen. So, you know, the question you may ask, you know, what's the benefit of abiding in Christ? But well, we as humans just, you know, we like to be in control. You know, we like to be able to control things. So the abiding life may seem a little bit costly, but the benefits are gonna far outweigh anything that you can receive as a loss, amen. So in fact, Uh, All you have to lose is striving, defeat, exhaustion, and discouragement. All those things you've been wanting to get rid of anyway. So instead you'll find rest, amen. You'll find peace for your soul, fruitful service, and character, answered prayer, confidence in God's love for you, and the fullness of joy as described in John 15 and 5 through 11. Amen. So in essence, that's the description of, of a flourishing, glorious, victorious Christian life that glorifies God and proves you're a disciple of Christ, amen? Amen. So if you're going to go through a difficult, dry, uh, just a barren season and you blown it a thousand times, you just don't see like there's no hope. You just don't know which way to turn. Um, you don't have to stay there uh, because each day will prove to be an opportunity For us, for you and I to practice abiding in Christ. Amen. So whenever I find myself feeling like that, you know, weary and getting a little anxious and especially feeling defeated. I go down on my knees to God in prayer and I let him know. I I just simply confess um, that I know, Lord, I clearly I've been relying on myself. I've been relying on my own power. I've been uh, relying on my own will Um, To see things through in my life, to make things happen in my life, to try to generate something new in my life instead of coming to you. Amen. So I I, I see now as I release my whole, as I, I surrender all of my concerns to God, his peace fills my soul. It it takes up occupancy in my life, and I start to see the manifestation. I can feel the difference uh, in my spirit as I begin to rely on him, as my faith is being exercised. Not having to see things before I trust him, because he energizes me to handle whatever I'm facing. Amen. And you too can experience the same. Amen. And trust him. Trust the process because he's working things out for you good that's what he said and that's what he promised amen 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 so i'm hoping you enjoyed this this tidbit this this nugget uh of devotion with me today uh remember if you're feeling disillusioned to remember to rest and remain in christ jesus amen i hope you enjoyed today's segment until we meet again god bless you i love you and make it a great day for someone else other than yourself god bless you